This is Lawn Wet episode 28, four tips to keep content creators out of legal hot water. Welcome to Law and Wit, creative counsel for entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Brittany Rattel, mother of four, entrepreneur, naptime lawyer, and attorney for creative entrepreneurs. I'm here to share inspiration and action so that you can tackle your business blocks and confidently own your business in every sense of the word. Thank you so much for being here. Hello and welcome back. Thanks guys for joining me. Um, as an aside, I am looking for a clever phrase to describe you guys, my community. Um, so sorry if this is your first episode and this seems really random, but you know how people have those clever phrases, you know, like, oh, you're my, um, you're my winners. You're my, you know, those, those clever things that you call people in your community. I want that for you guys. Um, I want to be able to use that. I want to be able to put a, a sweet hashtag on that. And even though I pride myself in being a fairly clever, witty person, um, I'm, I'm kind of drawing a blank. And so I am uh, pitching this out into the universe and um, saying that I've got a $25 Target gift card uh, for whoever comes up with a cool name for um, my community of people, you. Um, so, you know, creative types, business owners, people who are trying to hustle, build better businesses, um, and uh, are wanting to do it in style. And uh, this is this is where you're gathering. So okay, um, as an aside, and you can you can email me, obviously, hello at brittanyrattel.com, or you can DM me on Instagram. That's normally the best way to get in touch with me. So but thanks for being here. Um, whoever you are, followers, listeners, really appreciate it. Um, I won't uh, keep you going. I'll kind of get into our uh, episode today. Um, and we are talking about four tips to keep um, content creators out of legal hot water. So for this, I am drawing on the most common questions that I get about people who are like, hey, is it okay for me to do this? Or is this really legally a problem or not? Um, so this is what I'm, I'm kind of calling and putting all those together in this kind of miscellaneous category because they kind of, um, you know, some of it are copyright issues, some of it are more liability issues, um, but they basically affect anyone who's creating content online and certainly anyone who is doing stuff online, which I realize that that is a very broad category. That's probably most of you who are creating content of some sort on some platform and are trying to market your business. And so in doing that, of course, you're using social media like everyone else and trying to do that effectively. Okay, so the first one in my tip is to make sure that you use photos that you own or uh, alternatively ask permission and get permission to use photos that you don't own. Um, the reason I that this is such a big deal is that the way that copyright ownership works in the United States, um, which is what I'm talking about, first of all, sorry, I forgot my disclaimer. Um, I'm Brittany Rutel, and while I'm an attorney, licensed attorney in Utah, soon to be Idaho, I'm not your attorney unless you want me to be, um, in which case we could work together. You could set up a free phone call so we can talk about your business, and then um, you decide if you want to hire me to be your attorney, you know, your counsel. Talk to my lawyer. I'm going to lawyer up, that that whole thing. Um, that's not what this is. This is just me and a girl on the microphone uh, going through your AirPods talking and giving you some information and education about this stuff. So um, that's what that looks like. And that is what uh, very different from what this looks like. Okay. And if you have any questions about how anything that I talk about today relates to you and your business, um, I invite you, encourage you to talk to an attorney that's licensed um, and practicing whatever you have a question about in your jurisdiction. Okay. Um, So the way that copyright law works in the United States is that whoever snaps the picture, whoever presses that shutter or I don't know, whatever we call that button on the side of our phones to take a picture owns the picture. Okay. Unless you've made arrangements. Otherwise that's the default setting. Okay. That's the times new Roman of 
the situation, okay? You have to do something else to change that up. So that means that um, if you take a picture from your phone and you take a picture of everything within the frame of that picture you own, like that's a caveat. If you take a picture of a piece of artwork that you do not own, that you did not create, well, then that's that's kind of, you know, just a lame workaround. Um, obviously, you don't own the rights to that. But if you just take a picture of you, your cute selfie, your smiling mug in front of a, a perfectly styled, um, you know, say you're doing a food recipe. Great, that's fine. You can post that picture, no problem. Um, where this becomes an issue usually is people want to repost or they want to share something that they found online, whether it's clever or funny or it fits within your brand, or maybe it's even part of a contest or something else that you have. Um, if you want to post someone else's picture that you didn't take, that you do not have the copyrights to, you need to get their permission. Okay. It is not okay to just credit them. Okay. To give them attribution. I'm, I'm going to say that again because <laughs> I'm going to be beating this drum for a long time because this this is one that I, I have to say all the time and people still, still don't get it. Um, it is not okay to give attribution. Attribution is nice. That's a nice thing to do is not to claim that you took that picture, but it is does not solve your copyright problem, okay? Because you still don't own the rights to that picture. Um, does that mean that if you do that, that you're going to get sued, that you're necessarily going to have be in hot water? Maybe not, because I know how social media works and that most people want to have exposure. And if you tag someone and it's in something that they want to be seen and shared at, then they're probably going to say, hey, thanks so much. Sharing is caring. I really appreciate that. But the legal technicalities of it, if you really want to cover your A and set up a good workflow so that regardless of someone else's feelings, you've done what you can and you can control what you can control, which is completely this, is this all within your control that you can handle, then your policy uh, in your organization and your business should be, we don't post other people's photos without permission, period, full stop, Okay. Now, what does that look like? Well, that may look like an email to someone if you can get their email address. Hey, do you mind if I repost? Can we use this picture for X? It would be helpful if you told them what you're planning on using it for. Are you going to put it on your website and embed it on your site? Are you going to post it on your Instagram? Are you going to post it in a video? Are you going to put it on YouTube? Are you going to put it on Twitter? Um, are you going to use it in print or something else that's going to be shared online, how about on your email list or a mailer or, you know, all the other materials that it could go out. Um, so if you're going to use something extensively for that, like it's more, this is going to be, you know, more of commercial photography, then I definitely, definitely would get something in writing. Otherwise you are asking, asking for a whole bunch of damages there. Okay. Um, if it's just going to be shared on Instagram, you know, maybe you, you don't have to get away with this extensive of a process, but nevertheless, it's a, it's a good habit to get into. Okay. So, like I said, you could do it by email. You could send them a DM. I Sometimes that's all the only access you have to certain people. If it's something that's funny that you want to share or a cool picture, or that's the nature of your account is you're sharing things all the time. And that's the only thing you have time for in your workflow is just to DM somebody and say, hey, can I share? Then get uh, when you get a yes, just screenshot it. And then know, just know that you have, that you keep a, a file, file folder on your phone or something, or that you always have screenshots. Just in case there's ever a question, you can save that, okay? Because we all know how easy it is to find DMs, which is not, okay? <laughs> That's sarcasm for you. Um, 
The other backup that you can have is if you're the type of account or you're running some sort of promotion and you know that you're going to be collecting a lot of content and photos and wanted to use those, um, is make sure it's written into the terms of use, um, your site terms that are on your website, that that's when someone tags you or if someone sends you a photo that they're giving permission. Um, the tagging is... It's, it's a little bit of a gray area. Personally, if I was your attorney, I don't think that that's what I would recommend because I don't think that's strong enough because hashtags are, they're supposed to be used for searchability. That's their whole function is when you have a similar hashtag, you're able to search and cluster things by topic. That's a, a hashtags fun, a function. Um, not everyone understands hashtags, you know, note your mom who maybe doesn't understand hashtags or uses them, you know, sarcastically or to think like hashtag so cute. Okay. As, as an example, I'm not saying that's my mom. I'm just saying some moms or grandmas might be like that. Okay. So some people, maybe they're entering a contest, uh, sponsored by American airlines to say like, Hey, free trip giveaway. And they, you know, they, they, put, uh, they tagged in there. Hashtag AA giveaway, American Airlines giveaway. Well, they might not necessarily understand that they are giving American Airlines the rights to use their photo in an advertising campaign, whatever, without any kind of compensation. Okay. So if I were working for American Airlines and one of their attorneys, I would say, hey, um, we got to make sure that people are signing and that there's very clear wing language that says, hey, by entering this contest, by sending this to or whatever, doing whatever we've asked people to do to enter, they are giving their rights to uh, for us to repost this picture or this video, you know, whatever it is they're sending in. You just want to really cover your butt on that um, because you don't want um, some person coming back and saying, hey, I did not give you clearance to to share that. Um, and now you they're going to get sued for copyright infringement, which can um for sharing photography can be, you can get thousands and thousands of dollars in damages. Okay. Depending on what kind of photograph it was and how widely it was shared and disseminated. And especially if they could have had commercial value from that work that then they couldn't use because you, you, you know, you stole it from them. So, um, anyway, not a, not a place that you want to be in. Um, and my last tip I want to say under this category is to be careful about stock photos. So I love good stock photos website. Um, I am a member of Kate Max stock photo, which I'll put that in the notes. Um, but I love her stuff. There's a couple others that I've um, seen or had friends that work with that do really great stock work. Um, but just make sure that if you are getting stock photos from a website that looks a little sketchy, then your photos also might be a little legally sketchy. Okay, they might have been just ripped off by some Russian bot from someplace else, and means that they are not actually royalty free, or they are not offered under a Creative Commons. Um, license like you think they are. And um, guess what? None of those other companies, a sketchy website is not going to be there in your corner if you have a problem with it. If it turns out that it's a Getty image, yikes. And then you get the cease and desist letter that says, hey, by the way, use one of our pictures. Not cool. You owe us 15 grand. Okay. First of all, don't pay that because that's not what those pictures are worth. But um, this is certainly something that happens. This absolutely happens to people that they use images that they thought were royalty free um, and they're not. So if you have any doubts about something, then do a reverse image search. Okay, go on, you know, um, upload it, use 10i or do the Google reverse image search. And then you can look and make sure that it's not um, somewhere where it shouldn't be if it's if it's a true royalty free or stock image. Okay. All right. Um, so that's enough on that. Just don't don't take other people's pictures, guys. I know that there's reposting apps still doesn't make it legal. Okay, those apps are they're just they're just enabling you to make poor legal decisions. Okay. And they don't have to be responsible for your behavior. Okay. It's up to you. So, um, and on top of being illegal, 
Um, it's also against Instagram's terms of service, which you agreed to when you got on their platform. So guess what? If you break the rules, not only can they delete your post and content, they can kick you off. They can suspend your account. Doesn't matter how many followers you have or how much of a big deal Instagram is to your business, they can stop you right in their tracks. They're a private business, they're a for profit entity. They've got a shtick, and if you don't fit into it, then it might not be worth it. It's not worth it for them to get sued, um, and especially if someone lodges a DMCA, a Digital Millennium Copyright Act, and says, "Hey, someone's taking my stuff." Um, it could be just—it's better for them just to kick you off than to mess with it, and they might make that choice. So, um, I'm guessing you would be be really unhappy camper if you got kicked off Instagram. So it's not worth it, guys. Don't don't play around. Don't if you mess around with fire, you can get burnt. So please don't do this. Okay. Okay, number two is to get permission to use someone's name or likeness in promoting your product, okay? Um, And when this comes into play, and especially I'm seeing this more and more as people are recognizing the advantages of using social proof is when they're getting like a testimonial from someone, which that's awesome. That's great to use testimonials. I'm always trying to get more testimonials from my clients um, and from people who buy my digital products and my contract shop um, because I understand how important it is so you guys can hear from actual human beings and other fellow creative business owners um, that they're having a good experience, that they like my stuff, that they like working with me, et cetera, et cetera. However, um, I'm always very clear that if I'm going to use someone's name or the name of their business or post a photo of them, that I get their permission, okay? Because if you don't do any of those things and you just say, oh, that's so nice of you to say, and you just share it, whatever they said to you, um, without any kind of back and forth, without, without you asking permission, um, then again, they they can sue you because it can be considered false advertising because you're using their name to promote a product and it's a it's an endorsement um, and it could not be something that they are okay with. So um, and again, this is not likely to happen if people like you and are having a good experience with you and they're a happy client. They're probably not going to be like, hey, that's not that's not okay. Um, but what could certainly happen is that say you post someone. Testimonial because they had a good experience, but maybe that relationship changes. Maybe the next job you guys have a following out, or you forget about that, um, and now they're not happy with you, and they have an axe to grind. Okay, so it's just really um, important for you to cover your bases there. Um, so what I recommend is using some sort of release, especially if you're going to be doing and using all three, like a um, name, photo, um, and name of their business, and like um, and then posting it especially if it's going to live somewhere on your website, um, then I suggest using like a testimonial release or, you know, model likeness release. Um, I sell these in my contract shop because they're ones that are really great just to have in your business back pocket just to keep in your files. And then you can rinse and reuse them and put people's and change it up in their names. Um, you can post them places. Say if you have some sort of public event and you are going to be collecting a lot of these from people, then you could even um, include those in like your event terms or your site terms or have it posted somewhere so that people know that this is um, this is kind of going to be the the mo. So um, anyway, but it's just really important to get permission from people and say like, hey, is it okay? Can I share this and and ask them how for what purpose? You know, that's that's the important thing. Is not only can I share this, but how are you going to share this? Again, is it going to be on social? What's the reach going to be? Is it going to be on your website? Is it going to live there forever? Is it going to be part of a print campaign? Are they going to see it on the side of a building in Times Square? Okay, people need to know this because it, it that involves what kind of license and what kind of permission they're giving to you, okay? And if people were nice enough to say nice things about it, don't take that lightly. Don't piss them off by um, <laughs> by not doing what you can in your due diligence to make sure that you're following and complying with rules and respecting their opinion and how you're going to use that to promote your business. Okay. 
Um, and the same thing goes, you know, like, like I said, that uh, if you take pictures um, that aren't yours to use, if you are using people, um, if you're taking pictures of people, say at an event, and you're going to be using that for marketing purposes, and you can identify the who's in that photo, like if you're seeing enough of their face where you could tell who that is, then you need to have permission to be able to share that. Okay. So, um, the, again, these are sometimes called model or, um, or likeness releases, um, that you'll see. And a lot of times you, they'll be part of your purchase when you're at a public event, because they are going to be taking, there's going to be a photographer or videographer walking around taking pictures and videos of the event. Um, but you just want to make sure that that is part of your due diligence and getting ready and legally protecting yourself. So if you're hosting any kind of event or you're having a photo shoot and you're taking a, pictures of a bunch of people there, make sure that you have releases for all your models. Okay. Just make sure that's all covered. That way you can use all of that great content for what you wanted to, especially if it's, you know, nice branded commercial photography, that's going to be a big part of your business. So, and again, those, that's another, um, just a little legal template that I sell at creativecontracts.co. So, and I'll put all of these ones that I mentioned today in the show notes, you guys can have um, easy access to it. Okay. Number three is some giveaway tips. Um, I know it's, it's a time of year where there's a lot of giveaways going on. We just had a lot of giveaways with the Thanksgiving and obviously Black Friday and stuff. Um, I have a, a blog post actually that covers that more in depth that I'll link to on here. So if you're a person who just likes to see it all written out and you haven't seen that yet, it's actually one of the few blog posts that I've written up to now just because I find that podcasting and talking about it is so much more helpful. Um, but you can look it up there. I've also shared about this a couple times on Instagram. Um, and also in my email newsletter, if you're not on my email newsletter, that's a great reason to be on it is because for tips like this, um, I make sure that I summarize them and that you uh, they're in the newsletter, which is really more of like a once every two weeks newsletter that goes out. Um, and I don't put stuff in there that's not useful to you. There's very, very little fluff. It's all substance of tips and tricks and the stuff that um, that maybe you missed on the Instagram algorithm because... I didn't have puppies on my Insta feed. I know, true story. Uh, so sad for Brittany, the tiniest violin. And so maybe you didn't see it, but nonetheless, it's important for your business. Okay. Um, so kind of my 20,000 feet giveaway tips, you know, my bird's eye view are that you always want to make it really clear that any giveaway that you're doing is not sponsored by the platform. So, and you guys have seen some of these rules, um, but it's just good to walk through why they're there so that just in case you are tempted to ever not have these or like, oh, this doesn't really matter. Like there should be a little Brittany lawyer angel, angel on your shoulder saying like, this is important. There's a reason why this is here and it's not worth your business. Okay. Um, or your good name. So you want to make it clear that it's not sponsored by the platform, Instagram, for example. Um, normally it's usually not valid for minors. Um, I would say be, tread really lightly and definitely consult an attorney if you're doing some sort of promotion or contest or giveaway that involves minors, meaning people under the age of 18, because they can't give their consent and contract in their own name because they're um, not legal adults. So it'd be hard because little terms like this wouldn't be um, enforceable against um, against kids, against anyone under 18. So it makes it hard to run a valid legal contest and to protect their rights and your rights when they can't sign in their own name. Um Usually you want to say no purchase necessary, and this is part of um, to protect against someone calling your contest a lottery or an illegal lottery, um, because many states in the U.S. say that those uh, you can't have lotteries or they, they're controlled. They can only be done by certain entity, entities, and so you want to make sure that your contest is not one of those, and by that we mean that you have to do something and you have to give consideration like buy a lottery ticket or 
um, do something else in order for a chance to win something else. That's kind of the definition of a lottery. We want to make sure whatever kind of promotion you're doing is not that. So we want to make that very clear. Um, and you want to be really clear about the details of how this is going to work. Um, how is the winner going to be chosen? Is it based on merit? Do they have to do something to be the coolest video? Or is it going to be completely random? Um, when is the date and time that it ends and closes? Are there any restrictions on who can enter? If you're an employee of the company or a, a, a someone who's collaborating or a sponsor, then maybe you can't enter. Are there jurisdictions where it's prohibited? Um, you could also just kind of do a blanket void where prohibited, which kind of... Um, clears that. That's kind of an easy way to say it. Because um, there are some countries, Canada, for example, that um, doesn't really allow these kinds of contests. And so, um, sorry, Canada, you should talk to your uh, legislators about that because that's super lame. Um, so you don't want to, you know, you don't want someone to win in a jurisdiction where then you can't give them the prize because they'd be breaking the law. And so you probably want to be able to pick someone else. And so um, you just want to say, hey, void. That way, if you get one of your entrants who fits into that category, you can just void their uh, participation and move on to the next person. OK, um, number four, you guys are not going to like this. <laughs> You're not going to like this. And you know what? I don't like it because here's the thing, guys. I love music and I love dancing to music. I embarrass my children. I continue. I'm well sure to keep embarrassing my children as they get older and more self-aware of my dance skills, which are, as I, as I term them, enthusiastic but not skilled. And I'm completely fine with that. Um, you cannot use copyrighted music, okay? You can't. You can't use 15 seconds of it. You can't use 30 seconds of it. You cannot use copyrighted music, okay? I know this is a lame, lame drum beat to keep on drumming, but it's my it's my shtick and I've got to do it, okay? I realize that Instagram may allow you, meaning that they might not catch you because they don't have the ID uh, content music tagging system that YouTube does. YouTube is owned by Google. We know this. So they have access to a huge search platform, which in, in part of their just features on YouTube um, is that they check for copyrighted music. Um, they don't always get it, but they, they get it a lot, obviously a lot more than they do on Instagram. It doesn't really matter if you get caught or not, guys, okay? Just because you don't get caught shoplifting doesn't mean that it's not bad to shoplift, okay? It's still breaking the law. And I and I just channel my inner Jim Carrey here, like from Liar Liar, you know, when his client calls and he's like, so-and-so, you know, got hurt because he was robbing. <laughs> he says, quit breaking the law, a-hole, okay? That's what I want to say. Quit breaking the law especially if you're a content creator, okay? Do you make your business, you make money by creating something and then having people pay to see it or they're willing to put up with ads or buy your stuff because they pay to see your content and they want access to your content? Okay, then you of all people should respect copyright, okay? You should respect that the person that creates the thing gets to control that thing and they get to be the one who can monetize that thing. And that includes all the people in the music industry, okay? Um, it doesn't matter if they make a lot of money. It doesn't matter if it's the record companies and the corporate shows and they're the ones that control it over, whatever. Okay, then you go out and make and produce a song, okay, and get it on the radio and make it, you know, into the top 100 so you hear it. You you go ahead and do that the, and, and if you want to get on your soapbox about that. So me, I just like to give, you know, any anyone in the music industry benefit of the doubt. Thanks for making your music and I'm going to protect and, and preserve and respect your copyrights. Um, and by that, I am not going to put commercial music on my content. Okay. 
And here's what you should do instead. You should invest in royalty-free music or you should invest and get some access to like a stock music library, okay? If you have to have music, if you want to be creating cool video and you want cool music in the background, everyone does. That's so cool. That's great. We all want that, guys. We all want that, okay? Everyone who puts up a cool video in the slideshow wants to have cool music with it because music means something to us, okay? It gives us emotion and feeling. That's why it's so powerful. That's why there's a whole industry based on on this, okay? An industry that's changing a lot, especially with the way the licensing and the way people are making money. Um, but none of that is here nor there. It still doesn't give you the right to use um, protected music, okay? So, um, and by the way, if you're looking for a library like that, um, I have to mention Pleasant Pictures Music Club. They're clients of mine, um, full disclosure, but they're amazing. They're creating, uh, um, Eric and, and um, his partner, uh, Drew, are creating, um, or Chase, are creating amazing content. They, um, yeah, anyway, they've got really cool stuff on there, um, and they're updating all the time, and it's, it's, they've got some really reasonable packages if you're a content creator so that you can get access to their music, and then you can use it. And they've already got it, like, pre-sliced in 15, 45-second, minute-long, you know, segments, whatever you might need for your stuff. So that's how you do that right, guys, okay, is you, um, you use music that you can that's legit, and then you're not stepping on anyone's toes. And then you're not putting, again, your whole business, not only because you could be sued for damages, okay, and while some artists and recording labels are cool or I mean I'm gonna am I wanting to say cool they're less litigious in terms of chasing after people there are others who are not you guys remember that whole debacle over the prince video in the background of a YouTube video I mean here's here's a little tip for you never ever use a prince song okay because even though he is gone from this world rest in peace prince um if his family or his his publishing house is anything like him the artist formerly knows as prince then my goodness do they have a legal axe to grind okay there was someone who had like a cute dancing toddler and there happened to be a prince song in the background not even that loud but i mean it was there um, and Prince's, uh, Prince, I think it was because while he was still alive. So Prince sued the company and won and they, they had, they had to take it down and had thousands and thousands of dollars in damages. Okay. Do not let that be you. Okay. Cause not only could your content be taken down, which is a huge pain, especially if it's part of, um, you know, a larger promotional piece or if it messes up your calendar, but if you are doing work for someone else, if you are, have put something together because you're working with a brand um, on sponsored content, then you are in breach. Not only are you in breach of U.S. copyright law, and you've also breached Instagram's terms and conditions, again, like we said, because guess what? It's against their terms and conditions to use content that you don't own, including music. Um, So there you go. You already got two strikes against you. The third nail in the coffin could be that you could be in breach of your contract because I am sure that in that contract, if you had a decent one, there is a turn, there is a clause in there that talks about um, that you, the, the the blogger represents, the contractor represents that they are going to comply by all U.S. laws, that they own all the rights to their content, and that they will indemnify. Ooh, there's a really scary legal word: indemnify, meaning that. You are responsible for the legal costs if you do something for American Airlines for a campaign and they get sued because you used a copyright song that you shouldn't have, okay? So now American Airlines is in trouble and someone hears that and is like, payday for me, I'm going to go and get myself a bulldog attorney, we're going to sue American Airlines. American Airlines freaks out and says, hey, blogger, by the way, we got a problem here. 
you used that music in that video. And even if you took it down, it exists somewhere and someone with some good cyber um, forensic accounting skills can find it. And they can find out that, yep, sure enough, you used copyrighted music. You shouldn't have been. And now they're going to sue you for copyright infringement. And they can sue damages. And American Airlines says, well, I hope you're excited to pony up. I hope you have a good attorney because you're going to be or we're going to pick pick the attorney and you're going to be covering all the legal costs. So, um, yeah, it it could turn into a huge mess, guys. So I I don't I don't like to stress too much, you know, the fear factor elements because I don't like to operate on fear. And I don't want you guys to live in a place of fear. But Fear is different than awareness, okay? And you got to be aware of the seriousness of using other people's stuff, okay? Even for just a little bit. Um, if you are running anything that's not just for purely personal use, if you don't, if if you have anything that's not a private account, um, even if you have a private account, I don't know why you would do this. You can't use other people's music. You can't do it, okay? Doesn't matter if it's a great song. It doesn't matter if it's cool and everyone loves it and it's hilarious. Um, it doesn't matter even if the artist would be okay with it. You know why? Because they don't own all the copyrights to their music, okay? When they sold their soul to the devil to their um, music label, probably, and probably to a larger holding company. That's who a lot of copyright is owned by for music in the U.S., okay? And it's their call whether to release and how to license out their songs. Okay. Not yours. So, um, if in terms of using the new music button, um, that's the only workaround that I would know of right now of being able to use like in your stories that you can add music. Um, but that's a limited option. Not even everyone has that yet. I'm myself included have sadly not been granted access to that cool little feature. And so I don't have that yet. So even though I'm super tempted that I would love to have fun music on my stories, um, I don't, I can't do it. Can't do it. So can't do it with good conscience. Tell you guys that you can't do it. So that's where we're at now. All right. So I hope you get that point. Please don't use copyrighted music. Please, please, please don't. Okay. Because I don't want I don't want any of your sad DMs. Okay. And your email saying, Hey, this video got taken down, or I got this scary email. What am I supposed to do? And it I it, it won't be a great message that I'll have for you. Okay. Um, you know, we can, we can work on what we can do that. It'll be mitigating damages at that point. So it, you won't be in a good spot. So let's just avoid that all together. Okay. All right. We talked about some heavy stuff today. I know I had to lay into you a, a little hard, but, um, I believe in you guys. I believe that you can be smart and savvy. You can come up with workarounds. Um, you can still get good stuff out there. Absolutely. Okay. People are doing it. Um, you can create good content. You can create good content that's unique, that's on brand, that fits the messages that you want to have as a business owner, as a creative, as an entrepreneur, as someone who is doing what you want to do, um, who's meeting your why and whatever that is for your place in the world, whatever your little corner is and whatever it is that you're trying to serve um, to other people and what problem you're trying to solve for theirs. Okay. I totally believe in that. So thank you so much for um, joining me today and for listening. If you could leave a review, I would greatly appreciate that. Um, I read every one of those and they're really meaningful to me um, in addition to being really helpful to finding people, helping other people find this content, okay? And for this podcast to get out more and to do the work that I, which is the reason why I'm doing this, um, is so that people can be better business owners. They can be more confident business owners and entrepreneurs and especially that people can feel like they have the knowledge that they have, that they're empowered so that they can make better choices for their business um, and for the people that they're serving. Okay. So please leave a review, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, go back. Um, 
We've got some great episodes. We've got super great episodes to come. I've been on a roll with um, doing some podcast interviews with some really amazing people. And so we've got um, a really great lineup coming in the next few months. Um, So you definitely don't want to miss out on any of that. If you are interested, um, as I mentioned, in more legal tips and tricks and you want it delivered and have an easy place to be able to search and save and put in your business files, um, subscribe to my newsletter at BrittanyRattel.com slash newsletter. Um, and that's where you can sign up for that. I give you a free legal checklist that walks you through some of the things that you should be considering and checking off as you're reviewing your business. If that's a goal of yours for the new year for 2019 is for you to finally get some stuff legit in your business, um, for you to turn your side hustle into a real hustle or for you to get some of your legal ducks in a row so you don't have to worry about that stuff anymore. You can just take care of it. That's a great place to start. And then as you go through that and think, oh, this is something that I need, um, then you can reach out to me and you can schedule a free 20-minute phone consult, okay? I give those 20-minute, I have an online calendar, you just book a time, I've got all different times during the, during the day and then I have some evening appointments too because I, I'm i a mama of four and my days are busy and sometimes that's um, a good time, sometimes it's a good time for you to chat too about your business is when kids are in bed, so... Okay, that's a lot. Uh, I know that's a lot of call to actions. I'm breaking all of the marketing rules now. <laughs> I'm only supposed to have one, but y- you guys can handle it. Okay, you're really savvy folks, so I'm sure you can handle it. So um, I hope you have a great week. I hope that as you're finishing out this year, that you're feeling peace, that you are doing what you want to be doing and spending your time and the places that are most productive um, and answering to whatever values and um, whatever is important to you. So whether that's a, a balance of working on your business, working on yourself and spending time with those that you love. So that's my wish for you. And um, I'll catch you next week. Thanks so much.